championship. Can you feel Candlestick? My name is Tesh, and welcome to Cover 49. Frank Gore belongs in the Hall of Fame. Well, no, he does. He also, does. third time all the time rusher. Got to. Yeah. Well, That's the next one up. Jamal, Bagman, you drinking anything tonight? Not tonight. I got work to manana. <laughs> Chrissy Chris, is it raining in Fresno still or no? Nah, man, it was smooth. Uh, it was nice little 70. 70- so that feel like uh, ninety degrees, but you know it's it's nice out here. So we'll take it. It's been uh, kind of rainy. It was a beautiful day. It was yeah. a beautiful day in the Bay Area. We took the kid out for a walk today. He was trying to eat tan bark, but that's neither here or there. So you don't learn. Hey, he's, hey, he's building up his immune system. He's building <laughs> yeah. up his immune system. Building up the immune system, but he was like jumping on those leaves. I gotta send you a picture. Pretty good picture of him running around everywhere. But so the Foodie Niners. Still do not have a defensive coordinator. I think that's the biggest news that we have so far. Uh, Isaiah Oliver was cut. Nickelback, who did not turn out for us. He started at the beginning of the season. And then I, I remember texting you guys. I was like, he's bad, but he's good at the same time. Like, he would make plays, but then he would get burned a lot of times, too. So he Yeah, was, just good enough. Yeah. Then, then he got exposed, and then, then we didn't even use him at all, so. I was like our big splash free agent pickup too. And he didn't uh a Wolf's guy. Yeah, well, every time I uh say that John Lynch came through for us, Jamal wants to point out something that he didn't do well. So I guess this Isaiah Oliver. <laughs> I guess this Isaiah Oliver falls into the John Lynch category we didn't do well, huh, Jamal? Yes, sir. Another one for the board. I he think about, uh, he about five hundred though. He he's good and you know he make up for it. Then he you know then he misses. Then he make up for it. It's a long so off season. Right I might just miss. chart that. We'll see where he's at. But I'm gonna say he's below five hundred for sure. Well, maybe that. Yeah, maybe we can do a podcast on that. One of these slow weeks that we have. But so there's been a lot of articles saying that the Niners are looking internal to hire, and then there is some articles that I read that. They're really looking for somebody like Belichick or Variable. We'll see. I seen a tweet, and this guy that tweeted, I think his, his Twitter handle is 24-7 Foodie Niner News or something like that, but he was the first person to uh, drop that. Um, Patrick Wills was on Hall of Fame, and everybody was like, no, he's not. He's not going to make it. And he was like, I got a real source that says that he is going to make it, and he made it. But he tweeted out Friday that he said, if the Foodie Niners drop news on Friday – that means that they're going to do an internal hire. If it was going to be Monday, it's most likely going to be an external hire. So tomorrow's Monday, and we'll see who the defense okay. coordinator is. But uh, Bags, you still down for Belichick or no? Yeah, I mean, honestly, Belichick and Fred were at the top of our list. Um, it's kind of weird we haven't heard any sort of interview or anything come out from the media or – Insiders, there's nothing to report at all. It's like they're almost not even looking. <laughs> hey, they're, hey, they're still uh, recovering just like <laughs> us. Hey, it's still a bad yeah. hangover. Hey, man. So, Chris, Chris, is there? You, are you still with, down with your picks? I think you had said uh, 
You said very well. You said Belichick. And then did you or you the one that dropped the Jeff Ulbrich? Uh, usually I would take that uh, credit, but I don't want to. I don't want to yeah. be uh, be honest, man. I don't think I was me. I might have been. Might have been me, my man. Test, test. Oh. Might have been the host with the most. But uh, I'm still with the. I think Belichick would be good. Honestly, yeah, I think it would be. But I don't know uh, how that might um, work out. Pretty much because um, you know, like you said, I haven't heard no uh, rumblings or you know any behind the scenes anything like that. So. Um, I don't know if he's going to take a lesser role, but I mean, to who don't want to work with all the players that we have on that defense, and he's uh, good with the secondary. So I think that's something that we can kind of sure up. I mean, I wouldn't be mad at Vrabel either. I feel like that would be adding more toughness to uh, to our team, and you know, he's a good um, a good motivator, and he's, uh, he's a player, so he has a relatability with them. So, but I'm open. Like I said, I've heard nothing. the reps. That's for sure. What did you say, Jamal? I'm saying they've done a good job keeping it under wraps. Like we oh, got yeah. information out there whatsoever. Yeah. Well, I think it's the uh what you're saying that they didn't even look for a defensive coordinator. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. They probably did. They probably got the guy that they want and all that kind of good stuff, but it's just uh Well, they got the combine too, so they might be focused on that. Well, I read it well, Matt Mayeko dropped that. And he always he's he's always like tied up to the team pretty close. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's for they, sure. Him and Lombardi. Yeah, they said that they wanted a defensive coordinator before they get to the uh, combine. So Man, the combi- and the combine is what, like in two weeks? No, it's uh, Thursday. Thursday. No, so they started meeting players today. I think they're coming in for like stretches or whatever they're doing. Yeah, like I'm today. Like all that uh-huh. uh, starts on Thursday. So yeah, everybody's probably out there right now. Yeah, so, yeah sure. You would want, I guess, you'd want your defensive coordinator out there looking at players that they want, unless true. Unless I was just joking around, Shanahan might be the first coach in history. You know what? I'm gonna call it defense and the offense. Ah, no, 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 don't do that. Don't do no Belichick stuff, man. Just bring no, Belichick I'm on. Cool with that. I'd be okay with that. What's his biggest like? Everyone hates on him for his like his timeout management, his play clock management. Like, bro, just call the plays. Let someone else take care of you know clock management. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That's why I wanted Belichick. It'd be a guy in the in his ear that telling like, hey, do not take the timeout here. A, Especially on uh, offensive man. possessions, because I yeah. mean he's working on his defense, but he would also be able to kind of take a step back and, like you said, help him out with some of those uh, important decisions. Yeah, you know, like well, clock management and stuff. When to use a timeout or when not to. When a one challenge. Of, one of the guys that I did want, Sean Desai, ended up taking a senior defensive position with the Los Angeles Rams yesterday. So. There's one defensive coordinator off the books for me. So we'll see what happens. But so it is a slow time in 49 land right now. Uh, nobody got a DUI arrested, so knock on wood. So we don't got to talk about all that kind of stuff. Uh, there was for one- the 49ers, but, you know, ex-49er, Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman got, got DUI? Yeah, he probably got popped on Saturday. Does he? Hey, man, he has he has quite an interesting offseason, even though when it's not an offseason, I think. He had that one, was it the year after he retired from the Niners, he had like, he was trying to get into his house and his wife locked him out because he was too drunk and he broke down the door. And I think his in-laws called the police on him or something like that. Yeah, that was two years ago when that happened, when he yeah. got the first DUI for that. He was trying to get into the oh, in-laws. And then he got a DUI after that, right? Yeah. Yeah, because he was driving and he hit the, uh, um, like some construction area. Like he ended up in there and then they got the footage of him going crazy 
And then two years later, he got he got you know lucky with that blessed you know that time, and then he's on probation, and then this happens, and I guess it was a a traffic stop, and then I guess the cop uh, read a little bit on it. Um, it kind of sucks though, man, because he's on TV. You know, I like him. Uh, Undisputed. It's kind of he's probably the only one I really like on that show. Um, but yeah, he got popped over the weekend. Uh, the, the officer said he smelled a little uh, alcohol in his breath, but that's why you Uber. Take that Uber. I pay for a driver, personal one. You got enough money for it. Jamal, your your thoughts on Uncle Sherm, DUI? Number I mean, two. it's a bummer. I mean, not because he's ex-Niner, but just, I guess, just, you know, a player out there, you know, sucks to see him uh, struggling with alcohol. And uh, I could have sworn I'd seen him, um, his name mentioned in, like, I don't know if it's been a D.C. job, but in, like, coaching searches, his name came up linked with us. I mean, that would have been uh, really interesting. I mean, I'm sure it's gone now. He would definitely no. Everybody forgets the offensive line coach for the 49ers got caught on TMZ doing a line of cocaine, telling the stripper that he loves her. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? I'm just saying. This judgment free zone, man. Do you, man? I ain't gonna match, man. But that's crazy. (laughs) That's crazy. When he was when he's coaching from the Miami Dolphins, that TMZ video came out, and I was like. This dude's an idiot. And Lord behold, two years after that, he's on my football team. So. Hey, thank God he wasn't married. Oh, no, he was married. I think he I was think married he was. at the time. Oh, that's yeah. even worse. Oh, damn. <laughs> so I man, pulled up. He still got a job. Hopefully he still got a wife. So I pulled up uh, the Richard Sherman article in the New York Post says, Richard Sherman, DUI arrest details emerge. Alleged speedings, comma, margaritas. Ah. Hey, they'll get man. you, man. They'll get you. The margaritas are sneaky. Oh, for sure. Those things are pretty all, cool, all that sugar, man. You should have just kept it straight, man. Uh, I've had my wife, she's a fan of margaritas. I had some of her margaritas before, and it's just like this tastes like juice. This is dangerous right here. Just think of 7 Eleven. Just you know Slurpee. That's it. That's all that's that's all it basically is. Unless you have it on the rocks. That's what I'm saying. So yeah, some on the rocks or something. Oh, yeah. That's, but that's, that's he was going 60 miles an hour in no, well, he was driving 79 miles an hour in a 60 miles per hour zone around 2 a.m. So I guess, I mean, Never he was did. speeding and then they pulled him over for speeding and then they did the breathalyzer. His eyes were bloodshot and watery. There was an odor of intoxicants. And uh... anything about the car he's driving? No, nothing about the car he's driving. It's probably nice, though. That's probably why he was going almost 20 miles an hour. Uh... Over the speed limit. 2 a.m. though, he's tripping. Yeah, that's he can't crazy. be speeding at 2 a.m. Man, that's an Uber for sure. That's a yeah, that's a rookie mistake, you know what I mean? Yeah, man. I can understand the daytime. Even then that drinking driving is not cool, but I'm just saying though, dude, you tripping. 2 a.m. And you got work on Monday? I know undisputed. They gotta be coming back on Monday. Is he is he full time on undisputed? Uh right now, well, I, this is the first time uh they haven't had football. With the new crew, so I don't know how their uh, schedule is going to be now. Because yeah. uh, a lot of those shows took a week off since uh, with the All Star Weekend and all that. Yeah, you know that what moved the needle was football. So yeah, so that we'll see on Monday if they come back or they release a statement. I hope he keeps his job, man. Because like I said, man, I messed with Uncle Sherm. He was cool, and he's a Stanford product too. You know, L.A. You know, so he's got some Cali ties. So that's why I'm like, man. Just uh, wish you the best, and hopefully the odds are in your favor. Okay. Yeah. 
Uh, so moving on, I had a little, not trivia, but the 49ers had a pro- prolific season. They had a 1,000-yard uh, receiving tight end, 1,000-yard receiving wide receiver, 1,000-yard uh, rushing uh, running back, and then they had 1,000 yards, all-purpose yards with Debo. And then Brock Purdy had himself over 4,000 yards, over 30 touchdowns, and about 11 interceptions. Um, so I wanted to compare that. And so I had all the stats here in front of me. And so I want to ask you guys, and we'll start off with this. We'll start off with the quarterbacks because the quarterbacks get the needle moving and all that kind of stuff. Who in the 49ers franchise history has the most passing yards? <laughs> oh, man, I'll take this one. I'll take I'll take this one. Now it's Brock Purdy. Yo, look at that. Pretty good. Do you know how much yards? Nope. I know it's over. Uh, you just said it. <laughs> <laughs> over 4,000? Yeah. So they've the Niners had four quarterbacks. Well, actually, three quarterbacks. One quarterback to do it twice to throw over four thousand. Brock Purdy uh, leads the franchise with four thousand two hundred and eighty yards passing, and then Jeff Garcia. Where's he from, Chris? You know it, San Jose yeah. State. Well, yeah, he's from San Jose State. But I think he's from Gilroy area. But uh, one Mister Jeff Garcia held a record. Before uh, Brock Purdy, and he had four thousand two hundred seventy-eight. So Brock Purdy broke the record by two yards. Damn, underrated though, Jeff Garcia. He, he was he was nice. Bagman, Bagman, do you can you name the quarterback that threw over four thousand yards twice for the 49ers? Without looking at Google, I want to say Jeff Garcia. Nope. In nineteen ninety three, in nineteen ninety eight, one Mr. Young. Steve Young. Now, I want to get into this a little bit because with Steve Young having that record twice and playing less games than Jeff Garcia and Brock Purdy, it is amazing how many yards he threw for with four less games than Purdy and Jeff Garcia those seasons. Oh, Steve Young is a beast. Yep. That was a true dual threat right there. So, kind of unfair. Is that again, Jamal? Kind of had a guy named Jerry Rice on his team. (laughs) Hey, my man, let's go. You know, on you know the original baby T.O. J.J. Stokes too. The original baby T.O. Don't talk about him. <laughs> we are a uh, J.J. Stokes supporter on the show. That's right. Chris loves Jim J.J. Stokes. Yeah, two thirds of us are. I th- I think I've said it before. <laughs> J.J. Stokes' brother, J.J. Stokes' brother goes to my church, and uh, he told me the other day that he would teach Bryson how to run some routes. So I was like, "Hey, man, I told you." See, I've been like, "No thanks, bro." Like my, just, <laughs> come on back, man. Just bring it in, my brother. Come on, we can we can make this. It's all right. All right. Stokes was cool. So, can you, somebody tell me what's quarterback through the most touchdowns for single season franchise history? Steve Young. Steve Young, nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, the heck of the season that year. He threw for four thousand one hundred and seventy yards, thirty six touchdowns, only twelve interceptions. Was that his last season or no? No. No, no, was no. It? Last season was the season after, right? Yeah. Yeah, when he got knocked out, right? Yep. Yeah, I remember that. Monday night. Yep, 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 yep. So, just for the heck of it, let's see who threw the most interceptions. Jamal, you want to make a guess out of it? The most interceptions in a season? In a season? Man. Oh, I want to go Alex Smith. I know he went like one for touchdown, six interceptions his rookie year. But then I also want to say, Jim, no, I'm going to go Alex Smith. 
Alex Smith. It was done in 1955. Oh, damn. With there only 12 games, with only 12 games. Y.A. Tittle threw 28 interceptions. Golly, 28? <laughs> 28 interceptions. Bro, Hall of Fame, too. Him? Hall of Fame. I'd Hall take him fame. out. I would have been took him out. 1955. In 12 games? That's it. That's... Hey, man, that might be one of those ones where he was coaching the team and quarterbacking the team. He's yeah, like, like, you, you ain't taking me out. Myself, smoking a cigarette. I'm like, nah, man. You're doing a good job out there, man. Keep, it out. <laughs> Keep going. Put down the whiskey, Y.A. Come on. <laughs> hey, it might. You know, make you feel better, man. I'm in pain. They didn't have pain meds back then. Just take a shot of mm-hmm. whiskey. <laughs> Go back out there. No, no concussion protocol. I'll Go back out there. Then. I'll see you in stars, coach. Shake it off. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> All right. So um, now we move on to running backs. And I hope everybody that's listening is playing along, kind of educating yourself a little bit. But uh, let's go, uh, Chrissy Chris. Who do you think is the has the best season for the 49ers at running back, rushing yards. I would say Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey. That's not had, right. Had 1,459 yards this year. But back in 2006, Frank Gore had 1,695 yards. Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. Soon Hall to of be. Famer. Frank. Frank the Tank. Soon to be. Uh, Bagman. Was running back, had the most touchdowns. McCaffrey. McCaffrey this year. This year, McCaffrey was 14. 14. Oh, what? Rushing. 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 Yeah, that's my my bad. Rushing touchdowns. I should have specified. But that goes to show you, right? Brock Purdy just came off the most uh, passing yards. But then again, has to come with an asterisk, right? Steve Young had less games. But uh, Christian McCaffrey has the most rushing yards. So you got Purdy and McCaffrey sitting on top of these lists uh, just for the heck of it. Let's see. Anybody want to take a shot at who has the most fumbles in a season? <laughs> I'm going to take Kevin Barlow. Kevin Barlow? Oh, hey, he was cool. I like KB. He, <laughs> he was, was cool. Yeah, he, he, he didn't have the gloves. No, I'm going to say uh, Charlie Garner. Charlie Garner. So, um, the most fumbles was in 1984. Oh, damn. Wendell Tyler with 13. Damn, Wendell. Bill Walsh hey, was, not he was good. nice. He was a sleeper. He was cool. He was uh, in the bottom of the top 10. He was a cool running back for us. Bill Walsh back. was not giving up on him. Well, I mean, if Bill Vigil got his choice, man, he would have been on the bench. <laughs> practice squad. So, There's... a couple couple names here. 1999, Charlie Gardner is number six on the list, but 1,229. Uh, Garrison Hurst, our childhood hero in 2001, had uh, 1,206 yards. Charlie Garner's on this uh, list again at number 11. Good years. And uh, Frank Gore's on this list. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight times Frank Gore's on this list. Uh, Hall of Famer. Hall, Hall of Famer. Famer. Like, no Ricky Waters, no Roger Craig in the top 10? Um, well, Frank Gore's a beast. Damn. I don't see Ricky Waters. Roger Craig's at number three in 1988, but 1,502 wow. yards, which I also think that's the year that he fumbled against the Redskins. Well, you gotta bring up old shit. Damn, <laughs> bring up old shit. <laughs> and then, uh, and then uh, he's on the list. So Roger Craig's on the list three times. Ricky Waters is not on the list. Has he had a thousand yards with us, Ricky Waters? Let's I see. don't think so. That's a good poll question. Let's see if I can find it. Yeah, he had in 1992. He had 1,013 yards. I so knew it had to be like it. one of those thousand eight, like really? barely, like he had to. 
get one more carry in so you get that incentive. Yep, 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 you barely cracked it. I think that's the year that he go. He went a thousand for in a thousand Jamal, a thousand receiving, a thousand rushing. Uh-uh. Was that the Super Bowl year? I'm going down by uh, McCaffrey, Craig, and Marshall Falk. Only three guys. Oh, are you sure Rick Rodgers never did it? Nah, Rodgers never did it. Okay. All right. Well, we'll go off to receiving. So far, I mean, you guys are holding your own. I don't know how well I do. You know, I'm I got all the answers in front of me, but <laughs> he's still getting them wrong. No, I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> I guess uh I mean this should be easy, right? Most receptions. Who do you think it is? Tio. <laughs> Jerry Rice. Not in one game. <laughs> one game, yeah. But yeah, uh Tio, yeah, Tio broke that record on Jerry Rice's last day as a niner, huh? Yeah, how hey, about that, man? Way to send him out and say, yeah, get out of here, face, man. You, you couldn't just drop one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so man. in in nineteen ninety five, Jerry Rice had the most receptions with hundred and twenty two. Which would be even like, because it goes back to right these in nineteen nine in ninety five they only played sixteen games so it's like like including the playoffs and Super Bowl it's like amazing you know what I'm saying to have one hundred twenty two catches. Should we keep IU? I think he might be able to break that, but I don't think outside of him I don't think that's going to get broken. Mm-hmm. I the gameplay was faster back then like they weren't spending like thirty five seconds of the huddle. Yeah, they yeah. just go up there call a play snap it. Keep it going. Yeah. yeah they, so back then, the quarterbacks had to call the play. Like, they were the ones that are picking the plays. Yeah, and they're going to run the damn ball. They're going to throw it. <laughs> I mean, they, they <laughs> ran it way more than they do now, but whatever. Now, I got uh, some some uh, outliners here. So, in in 1985, at number nine on this list is Roger Craig with the most receptions at 92. Man, that's nice. 92 as a running back? That's, yeah. that's nice. Now, this is kind of – in 1995, there was a running back by the name of Derek Lovell. We don't bring Derek it. Lovell, that's way ocean deep. Yeah, but 87. 87 receptions. Right Say again, uh, Pretty sure he's in jail right now. Oh, wow. So, George <laughs> he, did Kittle, he did some. George Kittle is at number 10 with 88 receptions. And then we have Earl Cooper at number nineteen at with eighty three versus cousin Coop, huh? <laughs> Damn, never heard of him. The last guy to break a hundred receptions, Jamal, for the 49ers is last receiver to break a hundred receptions. I was about to say Eric Johnson for a second, but I think he had like eighty two. Give me Terrell Owens. I was about Terrell. to say James Stokes, but that's silly. Let's go Terrell Owens. <laughs> oh, Terrell Owens in 2002. No Crabtree? Crabtree is actually on the list at number 15 with 85 receptions. 85. That was his best year, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, our offense, yeah, as I said, I don't know, man. That's going to be tough to crack that 100 receptions. But I, maybe I youth and Purdy, you know what I'm saying? that. They had a nice connection, but we'll see how this offseason plays out. All right. Yeah, mostly trade Depot. All those receptions go right to him. <laughs> there we go. Bagman, <laughs> who had the most receiving yards in the season? 
I mean, can I, can I say Jerry Rice? Yeah, you can say Jerry Rice. So Jerry yeah, Rice, you got to, man. Hey, that's, you, 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 nobody be I mad that was like a trick question for a second. <laughs> in 1995, Jerry Rice, the same year where he has the <laughs> most receptions, with 122 has the most yards, was 1,848 receptions or 40 1,848 yards. So it was two yard, two hundred yards away from two thousand. He was pretty good. Yeah, and yeah he, he like, right. he I keep right saying it. I keep saying it. He freaking played less games than these guys do. You know what I mean? It is remarkable. And he was getting buckets. He was getting <laughs> all that man. He was killing. That's yeah. with the best the impression. They're like holding goat. you down, hitting you. Whole different ball. Yeah, that was real football back then. Yeah, like, he did that. With him. He couldn't go over the middle. So yards wise, right? Jay Rice is at number one, number two, number three, number four, number five, <laughs> number six. Top six in the uh, 49er history. Yeah. yeah. And then one you got guy. Terrell Owens twice. And then you got one Debo Samuel for 2021 with oh, 1,405 yards. That's how you got paid. Damn. Brandon Ayuk. Brandon right Ayuk is at number 12. Oh my gosh, dude. Dave Parks from 1965 with 1,344 yards. 1965. Jeez, that was a good year. <laughs> 1965. I yeah. never heard the name in my life before. Dave Parks? I've heard of Rosa Parks. That's about it. That's <laughs> <laughs> a good year. Damn. I think it's her brother. Dave Parks. Damn. Good man. Good man, Dave Parks. One of my favorite Niners, Anquan Bolden, this year at number 18. So, Yeah, he was a good Niner. He was loved. He yep. was a good nighter, man. So that's all I had. I got a passion, rushing, receiving. I'm trying to see. I'm on pro football reference. I want to go to what the about, uh, interceptions. Yeah, what so else? I'm trying to go to the defense defensive side. They don't have season leaders, but they have career leaders. So let's go to defense with the career leaders. So we're not doing uh single season leaders anymore. We're doing career leaders for defense, okay? So uh-huh. Let's just do the uh, tackles. So we got tackles here. I am trying to load this up. Pro football reference, uh, sometimes they go a little slow with their, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, you got bad Wi-Fi. It's all right. My Wi-Fi is all the way there. Okay. Uh, let's go, Bagman. Since you're our defensive guru, which player leads the 49ers in tackles? I'll go with who is Patrick Willis. Patrick Willis. I said Bagman. I meant to say Chris. My bad, Chris. Yeah, I'll take it though. <laughs> <laughs> it's That's on record it's now. Wow, bro. Pa- wild on the late <laughs> Patrick Willis with 733 tackles. Smoothly. Who you got number two on that list, Chris? Uh, maybe Ronnie Lott. Running lot is there. Number three on that list is Kevin or Ken Norton Jr. Number four on that list is a little surprising to me, but it goes to show them how great he was before the injury. It was Navarro Bowman at number four. The good one. Derek Smith, Brian Young, and slowly calling his way up that list is Fred Warner. Fred Warner needs about 200 and maybe 260 more tackles to reach Patrick Willis. So if he plays maybe four more good seasons, he could get there. Um, Jimmy that was Ward. About two. Hmm? That was about two years. He yeah, about was, a, I, I, get about I, a buck ten, buck twenty. Yeah, I, I would just you know, I hopefully Patrick or uh Fred Warner gives us four more years. That's what I'm hoping. Oh yeah, for. yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. <clears throat> I'm with um, 
surprisingly on that list, number 12 is Jimmy Ward. Even more surprisingly on that list is Merton Hayes. Jimmy Ward? I mean, shit, man. The first couple of years, he was never on the field. Like, this is like the last two, he was actually solid. Yeah. So, but Martin Hanks, I can see that. He was a, he was an underrated uh, ball hawk for us. Yep. Uh, Jamal, you gonna say something? No. <laughs> Dre Greenlaw. What about uh-huh. Fresno's finest? Uh, Dre Green, Dre Greenlaw is at number eighteen. I heard somebody say Tim McDonald. Tim McDonald's at number eight. Number eight on uh, Fresno's finest out there. Uh, Edison High. Oh, you went to Edison, huh? Damn. That's what I that's what they tell me. He's I still have to fact check that, but that's he, what they tell me out here. Timmy Donald, uh, and him and his son are uh five five nine legends out here. That's what they say. And I'm like, shit. Timmy Donald was nice. He had an ugly face mask, though. <laughs> For a DB. All right. Chrissy Chris, who is uh the franchise leader in interceptions career wise? I want to say it's going to be Ronnie Lott as well. Ronnie Lott, number one. Jamal, if you could get number two, I'd be highly impressed. Number two. Is it before or after 1980? <laughs> before 1980. Before 1980. Oh, man. man. I'm impressed, too. I'm going to go with Tony Parrish. Tony Parrish. Before 1980, Tony Parrish. Before 1980. Tony Parrish. Oh, before, my bad. Before 1980. Yeah, but Tony Parrish, he is a very underrated safety for the 49ers. Very yeah, underrated. He was up there with Whitner. He was up there with Whitner. Yeah, people really forget about Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson. Ding, ding, ding. There you go. There you go. So, Ronnie Lott had 51 interceptions. Jimmy Johnson had 47 interceptions. Number three was a player that played from 1963 to 1969 with 36 interceptions. Kermit Alexander. Kermit the Frost cousin, huh? Damn. <laughs> a solid name. Solid That's name. why we need to st- – hey, this is why we need to draft some DBs in, like, the first, second round so we can get them stats up. Like, that's crazy. All our best stats in the secondary and everything is all – like you said before, eighties. <laughs> well, like, I mean, if you look at like just like the Shanahan re- regime, they don't keep corners longer than two years. You know what I mean? I know. <clears throat> yeah, uh, they did. They, I'm glad they did pick up Ward though. Yeah, that's a nice addition. But like I said, we need to book in with somebody. Let oh. Aubrey Thomas be like a third or fourth corner. I, yeah, I like I like Lenore though. I like Lenore and uh, yeah, he's good in the slot. That's why I said we need to get one of these corners. That's why I said maybe spend a first round pick. Maybe we'll second. see. I I really want an offensive lineman this year. So yeah, we gotta go fat. Me too. Yeah. You gotta go fat. They like that guy from Oregon. I was watching a couple of his uh his tape. He's uh pretty athletic, and you can. Yeah. Well, I probably play guard, guard or center. Yeah. Well, I heard uh talk about Larry Kruger. I've been listening to Larry, a lot of Larry Kruger. Well, he puts a lot of content out there, you know. So yeah. I mean, we, but we can't be mad. He he brought up a good point. When's the last time that you seen a really good guard get drafted? Hi, Mike. Zach Martin, Martin, right? Oh, for the Niners. Shoot, I oh, no, no. You. I mean, just in general. Oh, I'll say Zach Martin, right? For the Cowboys or the Colts? No, no, you're talking about uh, what's his name for the Colts? Jamal, the white dude. Uh, Nelson, number 69. Tell Nelson, yes, Nelson. Yeah. yeah, Quentin Nelson. But he says that they're very rare, right? So you try to get a tackle, you could play guard also. That's yeah. what people usually try to go for. Um, but yeah, so, right tackle, right guard. I wouldn't like I know that Burford missed and people are gonna be mad at him 
at that that last play where Ayuk got open on the slant. But uh, Burford's supposed to be halfway decent. You know, what I mean, he had a a rough year to start. He started the year starting, and then uh, what's his name? Uh, oh boy, Feliciano. Feliciano. Yeah, Feliciano. Feliciano was starting that game, so Burford was on the bench the entire time, so he wasn't ready for the moments. Nah, yeah, he had or I don't want him anymore. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah I wouldn't want to give up on him just yet. No, 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 no. This what you, nah, this you gotta grow with what you got. You know, yeah. you gotta coach him up. So I kind of, yeah, that's why. So the point is that I kind of want to right tackle in the first round, but then I don't I know. They'll still be a... there, but I mean. That well, they were picking. I don't know if like uh, that'd be a good value pick because all the tackles are going to be gone. Well, I saying, the Niners don't even have a, a, a defensive coordinator yet, so let's get that taken care of first. True. Maybe maybe tomorrow we'll wake up. We'll get a on the on our phones alert. All six of our apps. They'll tell us the same thing. Anybody want to tell me who the winningest coach in franchise history is? George Seifert. Oh, you hit it. George Seifert. 98 wins, 30 losses, zero ties. Man, he he didn't crash the car. I know that. Let's put it that way. He didn't, <laughs> he didn't crash the car. Yeah, here's that the key. Was, Just go with it, man. Yeah, he put that shit in Tesla mode, auto drive. <laughs> hey, for real. I mean, you still got to, I mean, like, you still got to, like, coach and win games. You know what I mean? I don't know, man. That team was stacked. All those damn teams were back then. Oh, I had a fun fact for you guys. Um, I gotta, I gotta look it up here. I might have to cut this part of the podcast while I uh, do my research real fast. Boop, 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 boop. You are playing Jeopardy. R.I.P. Alex Trebek. R.I.P. Well, I was supposed to put this in like a um a Jeopardy type of a uh, format, but. Buccaneers. We all know that Buccaneers had Steve Young, right? Um, at quarterback before he went to the Niners. But there was another Super Bowl winning co- quarterback they had before Steve Young. Any guesses? Any guesses? Before Steve Young? Yeah. The Buccaneers. This is like in the Steve Young era? Or like- uh he played in before Steve Young started, but he was in the league with Steve Young. I'll say Vinny Testaverde. Vinny, is Vinny, I don't think Vinny Tester really has a Super Bowl, does he? Uh, this like guy backup. started for a Super Bowl team and oh, won him okay. a Super Bowl. Like, he wasn't just along for the ride. Like Jimmy Garoppolo walking around with two Super Bowls. Trent Dilfer. Well, Trent, I mean, okay, Trent Dilfer is one of them, but he's Trent not the answer, though. He, he is right. not the person that I was looking for, Trent Dilfer. <laughs> you're right, but you're wrong. But he is, though. <laughs> we'll still get you a brand new car, but you didn't win the prize. <laughs> Dilfer was man. I guess you could say that Dilfer was the Ravens quarterback when they won it. Yeah, he was. So they have so they have three quarterbacks that left their franchise and went going to go win a Super Bowl. Oh, you talking about Doug Williams? Doug Williams. Oh, it's a good one. Yeah, right. Doug Williams. So That's I was watching, closer. I was watching That's some right. like NFL Network show, and they're showing like Doug Williams like way skinnier back when he was playing with Buccaneers, and then he was, he was athletic. Thing. He uh he tripped over the running back. He fell on his butt. Nobody touched him down, and he threw like a fifteen yard post for a touchdown off his butt. I was like, this man is amazing. So yeah, that was, that was a good one. That was a good one, though. You know, 
I was well, I was surprised. I was surprised when he was I saw him there. So they had Steve Young from 1985 to 1986. They had Doug Williams from 1978 to 1982. And they had uh Trent Dilfer from 1994 to 1999. All three quarterbacks went to go on to win a Super Bowl. And them, and them cool little throwbacks, too. The creamsicles. The creamsicles. Give me the white jersey, though. Don't give me the all. That's too much. That's too much yeah. uh, creamsicle uh, orange. Well. But give me a Derrick Brooks one, though. Or a work done. Not John Lynch. Ooh. Oh, man. Uh, nah. Even though he was tight. John Lynch, Super Bowl winner. Hey, he was. Hey, he was as a player. He, he couldn't play in this league though. This in this year or this era, he wouldn't have a job. You don't think he, he can not. be like a a Van Noy type of player? Nah, he ain't coming off the edge. He was good at safety though, like for real. Like he was cool, but he can't be hitting the way he was hitting. He'd be playing. He'd be if if John Lynch was playing. If he was an athlete right now, he'd be playing. Second base for somebody right now, yeah. yeah. I would say he'd be playing baseball, yeah, because he would he would get flagged and all types of stuff, and he'd be like, Man, I can't even do this. <laughs> yeah, he got a he got a nice highlight tape though. All right. Well I was gonna say don't let Joe take us out because uh that's all I got, but you guys got anything? Uh <laughs> that's your job as the host. <laughs> I just hit you guys with a bunch of trivia questions, man. Well, we'll see. It's a slow week. Slow week. Slow week. We wanted to get on. I think this is like for you guys a little way to let loose a little bit after a long week. So thanks for everybody for sticking with us. I hope you enjoyed our show. Take us out, Joe. How's it go? Jimmy Tom Sula. Jimmy Tom Sula. (laughs) Open up my shirt. Like Jimmy Tom Sula Got the gold chain on like Jimmy Tom Sula <laughs>